in a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate mothers scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the films so you don't have to. They are the Keepers of the Fringe. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the keepers of the fringe this is going to be a special episode special episode oh jesus <laughs> that's really loud <laughs> i wasn't, wasn't expecting that i was not either in fact this special episode is so special it's something we've never actually done before and in this special episode we are going to be Instead of doing our normal um, review of a um, Fringe-type movie, we're going to be doing two and a half reviews. You're welcome. Of three movies, two that just came out this weekend, and one that we've talked about before, but one of us finally saw. Yes. Yes. And what, what, what could those movies be? Stay tuned to find out. But in the meantime, in the meantime, in the meantime, let us get to our stories quickly. We don't have a lot tonight, but we have a few to talk about that were interesting. And the first thing we're going to do is, of course, head down to the old trailer park. Wow! How? Dogs be hunting. Dogs be You hunting. can't stop a dog from hunting. No, don't want to be stopping them dog from hunting. Because then they get all irritable and they get snippy at and then and, and they, they might pee on your shoes and, and stuff. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, as you know, as we like to do, we have a, a, a trio <laughs> of trailers to discuss this evening. And the first trailer will be for a horror movie called Rotten Tail. Rotten Tail. Rotten Tail. There was a little. We had a little confusion about this movie. Yeah, I guess it is already has been released earlier, like in 2018. But I also saw a review for a movie in 2014 with the same title. I don't know if it's the same film. I didn't investigate further on that. Right. I didn't Geraldo Rivera that shit. I'm not positive, <laughs> but. Uh, but I don't think it was, I think it's coming out in theaters on April 12th, which is pretty soon. Yes. And we thought maybe we'd mention it because it's not too many Easter horror movies. Yeah, you said Easter you, had themed. Some, you had some trouble finding some, huh? Yeah, there's some like with really... rabbits and, yeah. you know, or bunnies and well, shit. Well, we can always watch that. What the hell is that thing we watched for Christmas with Santa and the bunny, that theme park one that. Oh, the ice, ice cream bunny or something santa yeah, claus some and ice cream bunny like that yeah. yeah you can always watch that again no thank you well i actually have a good idea for an easter movie oh do you horror movie ah. here's another idea that i have for you when the fuck is easter i don't know sometime this month i guess end of the month i guess i don't think so. anyway this oh it involves jesus too Oh, I have more geez. story ideas that i don't you know there's the jurassic jesus <laughs> the idea that i have Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but this one would be 
You know, he, he, he dies and he comes back three days later or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But you know, there's always like a nugget of truth somewhere in history and the stories, kind of. Well, maybe not always, but you know, it stems from somewhere. Sure. So that whole thing with the rising from the dead. Sure. He actually was the first zombie. Zombie. And then when he rose, he actually spread like a plague, you know, like zombies. Sure. But nobody knew what a zombie was at that time because it's uh, back in the olden days and shit and camels and fucking whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what they did is they wound up killing him. Maybe he was a beloved figure, but they wind up figuring out how to kill him and quell the outbreak. And then they spun it into a story of he rose from the dead and, and happy, you know, oh, he's, he went to heaven. I, I think he's alive now i don't know what's going on there anyway that's my idea for a good horror easter movie he's the first zombie make a zombie i don't think a lot of people would enjoy that though <laughs> i don't know how that would fly with people cool. having zombie jesus i don't know these are just ideas i've had uh moving on <laughs> <laughs> anyway so rotten t- <laughs> what did we think of rotten tail uh yeah it was like a could maybe be some fun there. Maybe, yeah. I saw an IMDb that gave it like a 6.4 wow. out of 11 reviews. Interesting. So. I don't know. It looked kind of interesting, but it looked kind of cheesy, but not in a bad way necessarily. It kind of looks like something up our alley there. <laughs> it kind of does. It's definitely score-wise. <laughs> yeah, really. So we, we might have to check that out at some point. Perhaps for next Easter, who knows? Well, I'm thinking it's coming out in the theaters. It probably will be on VOD there, probably. too. Probably. I know I ain't going to the theater to see it. No, I'm sure I won't be playing, like, you know, well, I won't be, like, a wide release, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, I'll probably sure, do, like, sure, sure. limited theater and a VOD at the same time. Right. Well, maybe we can even watch it for Easter. Maybe. I'll have to look into that. Oh, well, shit, it's on a Sunday, though. I know that. We'll also have... Well, are we gonna... So, Are you doing know. family stuff for Easter? Probably. I'm not. I have no family. Oh, you're my, I'm your family, bitch. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we might not be able to do a show for Easter. We'll see. I don't even know when the fuck Easter is right I don't now. Know. But, hey. but anyway, Rotten Tail. It's a movie. <laughs> Easter. Easter. It's an Easter related horror movie about a mutant rabbit human rabbit no, man. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbit <laughs> mutant rabbit rabbit man <laughs> it's no zombie jesus but hey yeah. whatever um i also had an idea for another zombie movie did you now that it did was like a a like a um some kind of a, a secret lab out in the in the wood in the woods somewhere and they were experimenting with chemicals and shit but at the same time somewhere out in those woods too there was like a lodge where they were throwing a mixer a singles mixer for little people. <laughs> right? And then so, right, sure, somehow yeah. something breaks out of the the laboratory or gets into the water supply or something. And then all the little people <laughs> become zombies. Well, most of them. And <laughs> I just really wanted to see a little person zombie movie. I've never seen that. I have the best screen. The best shot, like a trailer shot, is that people are in their car like, these would, be, I guess, be full-size full people, like, screaming and freaking out. And they hear all these, and the car's shaking. <laughs> and they're looking around. They're like, what the f-? And then they look down, and you see all these little, <laughs> <laughs> And 
These little zombies looking up at him. <laughs> Priceless. Best would be like comedy little thing. But you can have like main characters that are little people too. You never see that. That's true. They're always made into like fucking leprechauns and hobbits and shit. That's true. They'll be the main characters. All right. Cool. What do you think of that one? Cool. <laughs> I'm giving away all my secrets here. All my movie ideas. Fatality. Okay, so. <laughs> now, now it's going to be called the little death. What's the French name for that? I don't remember. La Petite Mort? Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Actually, okay, that yeah. would be good with the French name. All right, so. Okay. You heard it here first on Keeping the Fringe, folks. <laughs> we will have to make that movie. People someday. make that. I'm too lazy yet. I don't, I don't know how to do it. All right, well, you know. Just throw me a, put my name in there somewhere. Give us some money and we'll make it. Money works. Money always works. All right, so next. I bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, we have a trailer for a movie. I still, it's Joker. The trailer for the joke, Joaquin Phoenix Joker film was released. And I don't know. I still not sure how I feel about it. Well, the whole idea of a Joker origin movie. I don't like that. Yeah. Agreed. But at the same time. I'm kind of like, I'm just kind of riding with it, I think. Because I watched the trailer once and I was like, I don't know how I feel, but I just watched it again and I was like. It looks, I, it looks interesting and it looks like I might actually really like it if it wasn't a Joker film. Yeah. But it is about the Joker and I guess I didn't, I didn't realize, but there's a young kid, Bruce Wayne in the trailer. I didn't realize that was Bruce Wayne, which means they did what they did in Gotham, which was make him young. And the fucking, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is what in his nineties or some shit. I don't know. He's probably like his late forties or forties. Forties, probably yeah. But so that means the Joker will already be old by the time Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. So I'm not crazy about that. But yeah. But as well, a I mean, this might be just like a one-off thing with Jake. You know, probably yeah, know. yeah. But as a character study, it's kind of interesting, and I kind of like that. It's got hints of like Taxi Driver, yeah, little yes. king of comedy, a little there, right? Yeah, but again, people say as a Joker movie, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I just I don't like the idea of of knowing. It's like the Michael Myers thing, like right. The more you know, the less you care. You know, it's like it <laughs> yeah. just doesn't like Joker. That's the appeal of the Joker. There is no reason or right. rhyme to it. Yeah. That's kind of the whole point. He's a Joker. He That's just... what makes him the, one of the best villains ever. Right. Because there is nothing off the table. And you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and he's very intelligent and he's not. Right. He is cr- crazy, but he he knows what he's doing. Even Right. I mean, he does have some. He is fucking crazy, but I mean, there's a method to the madness to some degree. Right. But you can't figure that out. Right. Yeah. And it could change at any second. Yeah. For any reason. Just for thinking you figured it out, he could just flip it and be like, <laughs> because right, he's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> On a die. Because he's crazy. But that's what the beauty of him. That's why he could never get tired of the Joker, because like, right. nothing is off the table. He could do anything, say anything. Right. You Make can, him any way, and he can constantly change, and it, it still makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I could see as an actor. I mean, that would be like perfect role to play. I mean, oh, like, yeah. 
There's nothing off the table there, really. Mm. Well, except for the Jared Leto version. All that's off the table. Yeah. That, uh, that, that was a... Uh, fatality. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. That was... Uh, did you see the, they had the Jared Leto pictures of Jared Leto as Morbius come out? And it was just fucking... All I saw was him in a fucking hoodie. And I'm like, what the fuck is... That's, f- fuck you. Are you sure he's not doing groceries right now? You sure this is on the set? <laughs> yeah, like he just had his like long black hair. And it was like and maybe he's just you know out for a walk. It's, it's Morbius. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about the Joker. I'm trying to just embrace it. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. What the hell? I'll give it a shot. Because it's mean, already crazy. So I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I do want to see it. I just I don't know. I don't like it if it becomes that is the origin and. This is where we're heading from here. Right, right, yeah. <clears throat> but as a one-off thing, I can accept it. I yeah, think. I can give that a shot. All right, so our third and final trailer is The Dead Don't Die, which is interesting. It's a zombie movie, and it stars Bill Murray and Adam Driver and a host of others, cameo celebrities and stuff. But uh, Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yes. Tilda Swinton. Yes. Adam Carol Driver. Kane. Carol Kane. Um, uh, others. Chloe Sevigny. Yes. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Yeah. Guess he's not too old for this shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Fatality. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway. So I looked up the director, Jim Jaramusch. There. Jim Jaramusch. John Jacob. Jim Jaramusch. Heimer <laughs> Smith. That guy. And I'm like, well, oh, I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I've seen a couple of them. Mm. And they were good. Yeah. Ghost Dog. Did you ever see Didn't that? Didn't see it, no. Horace Whitaker? Nope. I remember liking that. And Only the Lovers Left, I think it was called. Nope. Tilda Swinton and uh, Tom Hiddleston. Nope. He played a, a vampire couple. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's an interesting... But it had like that, it seemed like the same kind of like deadpan humor. Right, like, you right. Know. And Bill Murray and Adam Driver play cops, policemen, and in a kind of, I think it was like a small town kind of deal. Yeah, and they get attacked. They, the town gets attacked by zombies, and looked at, it looked kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out there. Yeah, I think it might be. I think it said that's coming out in June fourteenth. I believe. I think so. Yeah, and what the hell, Bill Murray? You know, you gotta love Bill Murray. That mm. probably will not be a wide release. I'm thinking probably not. What do you think on the bacon scale, Bill Murray? Mm, mm. It's close. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. throw one there. You think so? Yeah, sure. All right, we'll add Bill. I'm gonna have to start writing this shit down. <laughs> we have to write. We're gonna add Bill Murray to the bacon list. Bill Murray, like bacon, makes everything better. Yeah, I gotta say, pretty much any movie I've seen him in, mm. I think it, he he never made it worse. Yeah, yeah, and it's Bill Murray. So when you hear Bill Murray's in it, you're like, oh, okay. He's a little interested. Yeah. All right, cool. Bill Murray like bacon. <laughs> So saith us. So saith the keepers of the frame. All right. So, yeah, that movie might be interesting. We'll check it out at some point. So, there you go, folks. That's it for us for the trailer park. We are now leaving the trailer park. It is in our rearview mirror. We are saying goodbye. Let them little doggies hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of a good horn. (laughs) That was the cucaracha. Yeah, All right, moving on. Mmm, okay. chocolate. Um, oh, next up, 
There has been rumors coming out that DC could be working next on a movie based on their character, one of my favorites, The Martian Manhunter. Nice. Yes. Now it's just rumors right now. Nothing confirmed. But I would like to see it. I would too. I love The Martian Manhunter. He's always been one of my favorites. He's a good character. They could do some interesting things with him. He has weird, like, was he like, like trees are his weakness or something? <laughs> that, well, what is that? Fire. Oh, fire! It's fire. But what's the thing with the wood? That's the uh, the original Green Lantern, the Justice Society Green Lantern. Not, wood? Not Hal Jordan. Yeah, like back in the, back in the uh, day. Yes, wood. Really? Yes. So nothing with wood with the Martian Manhunter. No. Nothing with wood with the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I could have swore there was something. There I know fire, nothing. but that's not really that weird because it's fire. <laughs> so, I get that one. No, the Martian Manhunter is not afraid of wood <laughs> in any shape or form. Wood. That's what I've heard. Is not an issue for the Martian Manhunter. The Martian Manhunter <laughs> has no problem with wood. Of any shape or size. Of any shape or form or size. Wood is not something the Martian Manhunter shies away from. Shies away from, yeah. (laughs) You might even say the Martian Manhunter is a fan of wood. A lover of wood, you wouldn't say. A lover of wood. A deep (laughs) penetrating. (laughs) I ruined it now. <laughs> a deep penetrating love of the wood. If you ask the Martian Manhunter how he feels about wood, he would say, I love wood. Especially in my rectum. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely ruined it now. Rectum, it damn near killed him. But oh my God. Oh. Fatality. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with us? I'm sorry. Through everybody hearing us right now. You can look it up. I see you looking it up, but you ain't going to find it. I remember something weird. (laughs) Wooden your rectum is pretty weird. Watch out for splinters. Oh! Fatality. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when this became a morning (laughs) radio show. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see a Martian Manhunter movie. Yeah. I just hope they don't do like they do on Supergirl and just... I mean, they have to because of budget issues, but they just... They kind of use the Martian Manhunter in his manhunt Martian form sparingly, I will say. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it makes sense for a TV show, but... Right. I mean, they can't afford to do it all the time, but, but in the movie, I want to see. Mm. And then when you think about it, the Martian Manhunter has that kind of sexy costume with the halter top there with the axe and his chest and say maybe he does like wood he's definitely a kinky bitch (laughs) (laughs) with the cake and the fucking (laughs) he gets into some freaky shit (laughs) all right so let us move on then um so no word yet on what will happen with that but it is a rumor so warner brothers make it happen but next Mm, chocolate Ah, yes. So, this is real interesting. It has recently come out. In fact, let me pull up the actual tweet. Um, Everybody has been wondering, 
Now that the deal is done and Disney now owns Fox and its properties, what is going to happen to those properties? We have already heard that Disney is thinking they could, that they're going to continue on with this, keeping the Deadpool going, Deadpool series, which is a smart move. Makes sense. The other, the other X-Men stuff, not so much, but that's okay, except we'll get into a story about that a little later. But um, at CinemaCon recently, um, Disney confirmed, first of all, that they are doing, that Alien is one of the franchises they are actively continuing. Um, they announced that at their CinemaCon presentation. And they also said they are also teasing more Planet of the Apes, more Kingsman, more Avatar. I could do without that. More Alien and more Maze Runner movies. Mm. I heard those are not good. <laughs> I know. I have not seen any of them though, but you saw one of them, right? You said it was all right. The fr- I saw the first Maze Runner. <clears throat> it was okay for a young young adult kind of thing. It wasn't bad, but I had no. I think it was, I heard there was like five or six movies or something. I think so. Yeah, I had no interest in watching any of the others, but you know. Well, like, what more could you do there? More mazes. <laughs> I don't know, but I saw I saw a clip from one of them, and it looked like they went into kind of almost zombie territory in a way, which is or like more like twenty eight days kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so I'm definitely down for more Planet of the Apes movie, especially if they continue on the trajectory trajectory they have been going on. Yeah, I did. Well, I have mixed feelings about those. I did like overall like that trilogy. Yes, but the first one I liked, but it was. A little weak to me yeah 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 the second one i really liked yes the second one was good the third one the third one i didn't like as much yeah not as much as the second one and and there was still that issue with the gorilla on the horse <sighs> that poor fucking horse <laughs> anyway movie magic movie magic but eh, i mean i wouldn't i would i'd be cool with more planet of the apes movies but i don't want to s- I don't want to go into remake territory of the original Planet of the Apes movies. We should have, like, Planet of Other Things. <laughs> the platypuses? Planet of the platypuses! They, like, they evolved to, like... Platypus... Platypuses? Plus eyes? Plus eyes? Platypuses? I don't know. <laughs> or, like, just random other animals. Let's... Same formula. Planet of the... Yellow-bellied sapsuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Planet of the tit mice, mouse, tit mouses, tit moose, meese, the tit meese. Planet of the slightly annoyed badger. Planet, 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 planet. Planet. I don't know how much more you got to mine there with the monkeys. So. <laughs> Maybe branch that shit out. Maybe, like, you know, they take it over from man. Maybe have it as the monkeys are now like the men, but then they do something that passes evolution, a jump to evolution to a different animal. So then they're in the same boat as humanity was, but some other animals has taken over. You know what I mean? Interesting. So, like, like maybe giraffes. Wear pants now. I don't know. The giraffe. Oh no! Don't get into that whole thing there. How how would a giraffe wear pants? Huh? But it would just be like history repeating itself. Did I tell you about the 
the I told you, didn't I? The miracle workers thing where Steve Buscemi was talking about giraffes. No. He was talking about so Steve Buscemi played God in the Miracle Workers. Oh, okay. And God, Steve Buscemi, went to go see his parents to convince them to give him money for this weird new restaurant idea that he has. <laughs> the show was good, I tell you. And anyway, they were start they start talking about what a mess Earth is. And he's and Steve Buscemi starts talking about the animals and he calls everything a like a dog. So he called a giraffe a dog with long legs with a with a leg for a neck. <laughs> he says he, he said he loves the, the dog with the leg for a neck. Mm. <laughs> I guess you had to be there. I guess you had to be there. <laughs> but that's a good idea, right? When he said, a, the monkeys took over. Now the monkeys are like human humanity. And they're ruining the planet for the rest of the animals. And then another animal, I don't know if monkeys have Alzheimer's, maybe. And then they make a drug that passes on, they've been testing it on some other animal. And that animal becomes intelligent and evolves, and then they take over, and it's the planet of the... Wouldn't it then become the planet of the here we go again? (laughs) Here we go again with this. Instead of monkeys, that's how you keep it alive. Ongoing cycle, and then those animals take over, and then you jump way into the future, and then they pass. That keeps happening. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a twofer. You get this. You still get the talking monkeys, but then you get some other kind of animal that fucking talks too. Sure, they're fighting each other. Well, why don't we just do all kinds of? We can have like all kinds of animals. And it'd be like a whole, it'd be war between the monkeys and, and the dogs and, 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 and the ferrets and, 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 the, and, you know, and the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be saved for the, like the, the finale, the last I, one. Sure. I like where you're going with that. <clears throat> okay. Speaking of going, let's go to our next story. Mmm, <laughs> chocolate. And that is, oh, so word is the next game in the assassin's creed series of which i'm still way behind i gotta catch up um i haven't played origins or odyssey yet i played origins but not odyssey i have it some good my girl this girl at work said it, it, she's been playing for like over 100 hours or something and she's whoa. still not done and i'm like oh whoa that's intimidating mm, quite <laughs> Well, another thing that is intimidating is that the next Assassin's Creed game could possibly be about the Vikings. Mm, I would be interested in that. Yeah. That could be fun. We'll see what people really want. It's fucking Japan, man. Yes. Fucking ninjas and shit. Yeah. Samurais and ninjas. Yes. Why they know this. Why won't they do this? I know, right? Yeah, when you so that's that their rate. Hail Mary one where they're like, okay, it's tanking now. We're going to do Japan. Yeah. Or that'll be like, all right, we're done with this series. So let's finally do Japan and end it. That would be fucking cool. That would be fucking cool. I would love that. The Vikings one sounded cool, but that sounds way Viking cool. is cool, but Viking is cool. But the feudal Japan, that would be fucking awesome. That would be great. That would be so cool. Oh, I would love that. That's the only one I really want to see. I can Speaking think of which, of. have you played The Messenger yet? I know you got it, but... No, I, well, I, I pre-ordered it. Oh, you pre-ordered so it. So probably, I probably won't get it for another month or so. I'm, I'm interested to see your thoughts on it. I've heard good things. But anyway, yeah. So, there you go. So, Viking. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. But still, not J- Feud of Japan. 
Not Which Japan cool. Want. Yeah, Vikings. <laughs> Vikings, cool, but not feudal Japan cool. All right. Mm, let's move on. Mmm, chocolate. Again, we're kind of trying to rip through these stories because we have quite the um, selection of reviews for you. I hope you're still with us after the whole Martian Man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still here, bless you. If you're still here, cool. All right. Oh, yeah, so next up, we know now that Idris Elba is going to be in James Gunn's, the James Gunn written uh, version of Suicide Squad coming out, which is supposedly not a sequel, but more of a reboot. But we also know now where it is that he will not be playing Deadshot because, and I don't agree with their reasoning here, but uh, the people behind the film said that Will Smith, they like Will Smith's dead shot and they don't want to, you know, infringe on that. Leave it open. If he, I guess, whatever, mm. whatever. So, so I think in a way it's a better idea to yeah, start fresh on that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think they're not going to do, I think Harley Quinn's not in it, but the latest word is that Captain Boomerang could be coming back, which fuck. Whatever. Me. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you thinking about the Martian Manhunter again? Word. <laughs> cool. Um, what the fuck was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I still, uh, I, I do. I like that idea that, that it'll be playing someone other than Deadshot. That's kind of cool. Who could he be playing? I don't know. But it could be interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Mm. I, don't mm. I don't know either. But we'll find out eventually. But I'm good with it. Yeah, Idris Elba is good shit, so. Yeah, definitely good shit. So I was excited to hear that he was in it. Yeah. So James Gunn, Idris Elba. I think, uh, I think they might be able to turn it around. They might be able to. I'm feeling pretty good about it I right now. I feel like DC's on the, on, on the up, upward... Uh, I agree. Sent there. I think they. I think they realized what they were doing wrong, and they're starting to rectify it. <laughs> rectify. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Mmm, chocolate. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Um. So there was supposed to be. Did we talk about this before? I don't remember. Well, I think we, we mentioned did. it a while ago that it was. We might have. Um, there was a Beetlejuice sequel in the works with Michael Keaton, but unfortunately, kids, it looks like, um, that movie has gone the way of the fatality and it has been scrapped apparently, which is unfortunate. It would have been kind of cool to see a sequel, but sadly it is not to be. Yeah, it wasn't really much, but it looked like they talked to somebody talked to Tim Burton on a Dumbo junket there, <clears throat> and he was just like, "Like I, I don't know, I don't really, I don't see it happening." Basically, yeah, at this point, that's unfortunate. But he did say, "I don't know." Well, yeah, so that's not like officially scrapped, but yeah, it looks like it leaves the window open a little bit, right? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, overall, yeah, it doesn't sound Tim good. Burton, I mean, I loved his earlier stuff, but mm. I don't remember the last time I liked a Tim Burton movie. <sighs> I didn't see Big Eyes. 
But I didn't either. Maybe Big Fish I did like. I thought that was pretty good. I didn't see Big Fish. But there was a big gap be- before that yeah. and after that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if he I can't even has it in him last. to make a good Beetlejuice now. I don't know. Well, maybe not. He doesn't sound like he's, I don't know. But I guess it doesn't matter if it's not going to happen, so. Yeah, I have mixed feelings. Because I would love to see it with Michael Keaton and everything. Yeah. But then it's but also, you know, yeah, like, you know, they can't capture yeah, what that was. Yeah, like, at this point, is it too, is it too far, uh, too far gone? Yeah. Sometimes this shit doesn't work, which, eh, eh. So, I'm disappointed, but not brokenhearted about it. It would have been nice to see, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. All right, let's move on. We're just whipping right through this shit. Now, our final story of the evening involves Disney, Fox, and a movie that had been kind of up in the air. Its its fate had been in question. And that movie is New Mutants. Uh, But apparently, it looks like Disney has decided to go forth with the New Mutants movie and actually release it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it got moved back originally to August 2nd, but it looks like it's, right, yeah. they're saying that it's coming out this year. Hmm. So there's a possibility it could still... It is possible. But as far as I know, I think there's still like reshoots to do and stuff. Yeah, yes. The the cast has mentioned that they're, they haven't done any reshoots, so they don't know what's going on with it, but I guess... Maybe they're just going to try to make sense of what they got. And just cut their losses and be like, here it is. Maybe. I don't know. I am kind of interested in that movie in a way, because it's kind of an interesting idea to me to give it more of like a horror kind of spin. I kind of like that. It's definitely something different. But who knows? Or what they could maybe do too is that since it probably doesn't deal with anybody that we've, that's been established in further and earlier X Men movies. Right, right. They could maybe want to like try to work it in so they could maybe use some of these characters oh, going forward in the Marvel universe. There, I see what you're saying because it's kind of they're all like in a, in a hospital or something, right? And they're all like have they're being dealt with like they have an affliction or something, right? Like being right. like so maybe that could be the beginnings of of the mutant epidemic or whatever in right. the Marvel world. So maybe they could a little tweak in here and there. That's an interesting idea. It makes sense. It does, yeah. Because it's separate enough from that that you could get away with it. Right. And then you're already establishing mutants in your timeline. Right. And then you don't have to worry about doing that going forward. That's very interesting. That would be a smart thing to do, I think. I think so, too. I agree. Unless the movie's complete ass, then you don't want to do that. Yeah, true. But then also because it's, it's it's, it's some of the lower level characters... Yeah. You can still, you can bring them into the MCU and then still bring in the big players like Wolverine and Cyclops and all that at a later time. Yeah. Like you might not even need to use these characters again. Right. You could just be like, look, this is. This is the mutant. The mutant. Mutants something are now something is MCU. happening that is making this happen. Right. That's actually and a good way the groundwork. And then you could totally fuck that movie. Forget that movie. Right. And move forward. Right. Hmm. That's a good way to turn that, that around, I think, for Marvel. I agree. Or in Disney, if they were I gonna... agree. That's that's actually a really good idea. 
makes sense. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. If it uh, was savable on some lovable. Right. Yeah. Lovable. But that probably will not end up being what happens, of course. Hire me, people. <laughs> I'll help you out. I got the, the, the little people zombie movie. <laughs> Come on. I still want to see that made. <laughs> I do, too. I see it in my head, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for our stories for this evening. Now let us move on. Mmm, chocolate. To our Keeper recommendations. I do not have any recommendations this week, but I know that you do. So, lay it on me, brother. I actually have one that's kind of a, a, a left-field one. Cool. Recently, I, <laughs> <laughs> I bought a guitar off Amazon. Uh-huh. I call it Firefly. That's the brand. And it's like a hollow body guitar. Mm. And it was $130. Mm. And I was like, hmm, all of this sounds suspicious to me. <laughs> because it's only in stock every once in a while. Mm. And like they only get like one of each kind. There's like a, a blue burst, like a sunburst one, and like a black one. And there's like another one I can't remember. Mm. It's never in stock. And it just happened to be in stock one day, like last week. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. Because <laughs> I have plenty of guitars. I've had a couple of guitars gifted to me, but the people that gave them to me were not really speaking at this point. So I feel like those guitars have bad juju on them, (laughs) if you believe in such (laughs) things. So like when I play them, I just feel like it doesn't feel right. Mm. So I'm like, this person gave me this guitar and I think they hate me now. I don't fucking know. So (laughs) then it just ruins it. I'm like, I don't want to play it anymore. Sure, sure. I get you. So I'm like, I need a new guitar. So I, I heard about this. I, they have like 500 reviews and they all it's, give it like pretty good. A couple of people had, you know, bum rap because I don't know where this is made. I think it's made in like China or something, mm. but it has some connection with Amazon. So I got it within a week. So this, so it's not shipping from China. I don't know how mm. it's working, but I, I've been messing around with it and it's really like well made. Really it's nice, sturdy. It's beautiful looking. You guys can find it on Amazon. It's a Firefly hollow body guitar. What what one did you end up getting? I got the Blue Burst. Oh, nice. Which is exactly the same color as the, I, I had an Ibanez a long time yep. ago. Mm-hmm. It looks exactly like that. Oh, cool. Like, well, that's pretty cool. And it has like uh, humbucker um, like, what? pickups. I couldn't think of pickups. Jesus. I was going <laughs> to say that and I totally blanked. It's got humbuckers. Humbuckers. Yeah, it's pretty nice. The only thing is that my equipment kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So I've been fiddling around with it mainly on plugs. Like I lost all, I can't find any of my adapters. So I finally plugged it in the other day. And I think I just have to fuck with it to get it to sound good. Like on a clean channel, it sounds good. Right. But with distortion, it's kind of, it's losing some of the clarity of the notes there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just on my end. I have to figure that out. But it's a good deal. I'm like, I don't know if anybody plays guitar or looking for a pretty nice guitar. You see a Firefly 130. Amazon, pick that shit up. Cool. I don't think you'll regret it. It's nice. pretty good. Excellent recommendation. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> all right, moving on. Is that all you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was uh that was uh cool. Next up. Mm, chocolate. <laughs> now it is time for our very special um review section this week. And we have two and a half reviews for you of three movies. So these are all newer movies. Um, two are brand new. One is a couple months. 
So this here is going to be your official spoiler warning. Warning, warning, warning. We are going to spoil the fuck out of these movies. So take that in mind when you, um, when you listen to this. And I'll tell you right now the movies so you can see if any of them matter to you. The first movie we are going to review is Bumblebee. This is the half review because I've only seen it. But. Right. The second movie we are going to review is The New Pet Cemetery. And the third and final movie that we are going to review is Shazam. <laughs> and I'll see if I can, maybe I can figure out. Um, I'll try to put maybe like the time codes in the, in the notes so that you can check the notes and see what time we talk about each movie so that you can listen to whatever one you might want or skip whatever you might want. Like, I'll try to do that for you like a good doobie. All right. Cool. Indeed. <laughs> so the first movie we're going to talk about is Chris finally saw Bumblebee, which I still have not seen, but go ahead and tell me about it. Well, I will say one uh, thing is that it's the best Transformers movie. Okay. So you can confirm that. I feel like it mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I still think it sucks balls. <laughs> That is a. I saw this like on Rotten Tomatoes. It was like a ninety-three percent fresh. Really? Like what? What? Ah. What? 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 The thing that that chaps my ass about the whole thing is that well, the first five minutes are amazing because they're on Cybertron right. and it's everything you wanted, right. and then that's gone. And the movie is about Charlie, the girl, mm-hmm. which she's cute and completely lovable and likable. Sure, sure. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. It's called Transformers. I want to see a fucking, I want the movie to be about Transformers. They right. refuse to make the movies about the Transformers, which I understand right. it. Maybe it's expensive or, you know, it's how do you relate to a fucking robot? I don't know. But they've been around for how many fucking years? People seem to have been able to figure it out. We relate to it on some level. Right. I love the Transformers. I do too. If there was, was their idea, they're going to make them fall in love and shit, or I don't know, whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. Transformer nookie. <laughs> like, well, the garbage comes today? <laughs> oh, no, honey. That- <laughs> well, the old grease in the wheels. That's the next door is Buick making out with the, <laughs> the Pinto down the street there. <laughs> Jesus, that must sound. <laughs> uh. Rubbish day. What the hell was it? Put the cube in my... Put the cube in my chest! Sam, what? what? <laughs> it puts the cube in, the, in my chest. <laughs> or it gets the hose again. <laughs> put the cube in the fucking chest. Now put the cube in my butt. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so they kind of made it like E.T. sort of. has a wicked E.T. vibe. Oh, really? Because Bumblebee at first, he gets attacked by... The Decepticon that we think is Starscream, but it's not. I don't remember what his name was. I don't even know if they said it. But you see him before when he had his voice, and Bumblebee was sent here for some bullshit. And it didn't totally make sense. I was just like, what? Right. He's like, find another world for us, and we'll come back and defend Cybertron. Because they had the war going. Right. And then the Autobots were retreating. Like, oh, I found a planet you could go to. but And you have to safeguard it to make sure... The Decepticons 
don't go there. But I'm like, they probably wouldn't go there if you didn't go there. I, there might be a step missing in that logic. Yeah. But I don't know. So then he goes there and almost immediately, well, there's two Decepticons that are looking for Optimus. Mm. And they find Cliff Jumper on some planet, like a moon or something. Oh, I'm like, right. oh, Cliff Jumper. And then they kill him. And you're right, like, right, right. fuck. Well, he looked like Cliff Jumper for a second. Oh, really? When they killed him. But then they he got a transmission. Oh, I was like, what the hell is that? It's Your dog. Dogs next door. The dogs anyway, I, yeah, like, I won't like, explain the whole movie. But <laughs> but he, anyway, Bumblebee fights with that. Something on that comes there. He's on Earth with him. And he winds up, he asks where Optimus is. And he's like, I'll never talk. And he's like, that's right, you never will. And then he fucks his voice up. He sticks something in his thing. And it's like, okay. And then he goes to like kill him. And I believe... Bumblebee blows him up or something. Bumblebee blows but in the, him up. In the, in the altercation, Bumblebee gets, like, severely damaged. Like, his memory core gets fucked mm. up or whatever. And then he goes into, like, basically dies or, in like, a hibernation or something. Mm. And But right before he, like, passes out or whatever, he scanned a, a Volkswagen bug. Mm. So then you cut to the future and... The bug's been laying in this garage that this girl hangs out and gets car parts from and everything. And she's like, oh, I need a new car. It's my birthday. And, you know, right, right. just like Sam Witwicky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are similarities there. But what I don't like is that when the Bumblebee back, when she, like, woke him up or whatever, I know his memory's fucked up, but he acted like, like fucking Lenny from Mice and Men. Like, oh, geez. You know, like he couldn't make any noises, but if he did, he'd be totally like that. <laughs> like he was like afraid of everything, and like oh, you know, like oh, jeez. Like they went to egg somebody's house, and her and this her and her this neighbor kid, and they were like, oh, oh, let's go to egging this person's house. And they're like, see, you pick it up and you throw it at the house, and he's like, he grabs all the eggs and goes over to the person's car and just like smashes on the roof, and he's like rubbing it all around. And they're like. <laughs> Oh, see, he gets it. And then all of a sudden, he just starts jumping on it, like, smudging it. Like, <laughs> like no, 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 no. You know, like. I thought for a second that you were going to start talking about Transformers sex again. But... <laughs> no, but it was like they made him like a child. Right. And I'm like. Yeah. But fuck. Like, my eyes <laughs> did a whole fucking gymnastics routine in my head. I'm like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> fucking parallel bars the whole <laughs> Like, oh my fucking lord! You know, in the cartoons when they used to put the shade up <laughs> and it would just wrap around there? My eyes were doing that shit. I was like, oh. And then they kept, she kept him in the garage, but then everybody was gone and he wanted to go. He stuck into the house and proceeded to break everything and, like, oh, what's this? And, you know, uh, hilarity ensues. Well, at least he didn't say my bad. <laughs> so it is better. But I still, at this point, I'm like, oh, they finally got it. I heard been hearing good things about it. I'm like, now they want to put more Michael Bay in it. And I'm like, no, oh. you kind of go in the right direction. Now I saw it. I'm like, you're not, you're not going in the right direction. It still sucks ass. <laughs> it sucks less ass. <laughs> but it's still not what I want anyway from a Transformers right. movie. And then it ends with him. Like, I have, he's leaving the girl. He, he learns how to talk with the radio, which is, right. you know fantastic right and then he scans himself he sees camara going by he's like oh he could have been a camaro this whole time and then he turns his camaro and then he sees optimus the trucks you know his old school truck form 
riding on the highway and then he like catches up with them and they ride 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 off there and you're like oh really huh. like oh that's cool but not cool enough you book i did the movie with things that i almost give a, that i give a fuck about everything in between cool but it wasn't as cringy with the humor and everything yeah right so that was good like it wasn't the only thing that made it better is it wasn't offending me every two minutes <laughs> all right so so basically here's here's my Here's my question for you. Now, I have still not seen The Last Night. I probably will see it at some point. But you, if ignoring that fact, you would say to skip it or go ahead and watch it. Hmm. What do you mean for you or just in general? I'd say it's worth checking out because it, I mean, it's almost a competent film. I mean, it's, you know, it's just what they were, their angle on it. Right. You know, I didn't like bumblebee was like no i'm talking about the last night first oh last night yeah well it has nothing to do with this really no i know skip no but what i'm saying is the last night is it is it something that i that you would say to skip yeah but bumblebee continue what you were saying (laughs) Uh, i feel like it's worth checking out if you want i mean some people really liked it right and if you're interested in seeing a, a Transformers movie that doesn't suck complete dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> then I say give it a go. You might really like it. I don't know, but I just definitely better. But there was a screenshot near the end of the movie that totally summed up the whole thing for me. Oh, really? They had the girl. She was standing there. I think she just got out of the water, I believe. And she was standing there. And off to the side, you saw like part of Bumblebee's leg. That one screenshot. Is the whole movie? <laughs> it's all about the fucking chick uh, and her problems, uh-huh. and then Bumblebee just happened to be in the film as well. Right? There's nothing to do with Bumblebee, really. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just sick. I'm just like they're the main character. Just make them the fucking characters already. How I many know. more movies do you need? We get it. They're robots. They could be actual, have feelings, and yeah. But you know what? They can have feelings and shit, and not have fucking humans and shit. So the humans the f- are fucking it up. Yep. Ain't that always the way? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I'm just, let's try it without humans or mm. less humans. They don't, I don't know. Right. Well, all right. There, there you have it. <laughs> so the best of the Transformers movies, but still not real. Well, the Transformer live action movies. Right. Of the live action movies. Excuse me. Right. But still not a... Not what I want. Not, yeah. That's why I say it's worth checking out, because it might work for you. I, nah, we'll see, but what? the way you've described it, I kind of... Uh, it's got a very E.T. vibe. Yeah. There's actually one spot where he's looking in the house and going around doing shit. Mm. That you actually, there actually is an E.T. like record or something there. Like I, can't, oh, I could just start real yeah. quick on the floor. I was like... Oh, at least you're aware of it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for our first half review of the movie Bumblebee. So, <sighs> this is going to be an interesting one. I hope we don't fight each other the, <laughs> during this. Put it be dudes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> next up, we are going to review the movie Pet Cemetery Again, spoiler warning. There will be spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, skip ahead. Warning, warning, warning. Okay, so let's let me let's start with a little 
caveat, I guess you could say. Um, I, um, I talked about this movie with my wife over on the New England Society of Geeks podcast. Um, feel free to listen to that, folks. Oh, really? You guys talked about it? Cool. Yeah. Was it just you and her? You yeah, like just me show? and her. Oh. And on that podcast, I said uh, I brought up what I will bring up right now. Personally, I have not seen the original Pet Cemetery film. I know that may seem blasphemous to some or hard to believe, but you know my background, folks. I was never that big into horror. Um, but Chris is helping me to expand my horizons on that. That being said, I did not see the first movie, and I did not read the book because I'm not a huge Stephen King fan. Again, that might be blasphemous to some people, but there you have it. So I am coming from the angle that I have not seen or read the originals. I know the basics of it. Yeah. I knew the basics going in, but I have never actually seen or read the originals. Now you, on the other hand, I know you're a big fan of the original. Well, I like the original, but I don't know if I put it like, you know, top. Okay. I, I'm a okay. fan of it. Right. And I have read the book, but okay, a so long time ago. And you have read the book. Okay. And I don't really remember that well. Right. So the, the, so keep in mind, these, these are the angles that we are coming from during the review of this movie. I say that because we kind of had a difference of opinion on this movie. A pretty Where, big one, it sounds. Yeah. Whereas I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I said before I would give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I don't know. I guess. Well, I mean, if you liked it, I mean, you liked I did it, like you know? it. I, I liked it, but I wasn't like, I liked it, but I didn't like it like it. <laughs> no, it was. I enjoyed it. I, I had you wouldn't a, like watch it again, probably, right? Yeah, probably not. Not. I'm not like. But that's where I watch it. It made, instantly made me want to watch the old one. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy it for, for, you know, what it was and everything. I thought, I found it creepy. Not not scary, really, but it was yeah. creepy. I thought, I really enjoyed the little girl in the movie. I thought she did a really good job. I didn't like her so much. Well, Fatality. in the third act, I didn't really like it. When she came back and stuff, I didn't like the whole third act. And not because they changed it, just because I don't like what they did with it. Really? It just, I, yeah. Okay. Like the whole family. You sure, know, sure. I just, I wasn't down with that. It felt like we have to, it felt like upping it for upping its sake instead of actually a, a valid story reason to do that. Okay. Okay. To me. Again. But of course you don't, you don't, you don't, you're seeing it clean slated there. So. Right. Yep. So I did like that. It was, I found it kind of interesting. Well, uh, there's like many things in the original that are scenes, you know, like that will that have stuck with me since I've watched it. Right. And this movie had, I can't think of one scene that has stick with me mm. at all. Interesting. And they had elements of, you know, I mean, well, it's based on the same story, but they had right. elements that they used in the original movie too, like the Pascal guy. Right. Like in the first, I guess in the book, I don't really remember, but he wasn't really used that much. Right. But in the original movie, he he wasn't like he was the wicked lot, but he he was definitely trying to help Lewis not keep him away from the pet cemetery. Mm. And he was instead in that movie, he was kind of in contact with Ellie, and she would say things like he was trying to communicate with the family too to be like like you know when after 
Ellie died or whatever in, mm-hmm. in the new one. Mm-hmm. The original one, well, of course, Gage died, and the and uh, the mother and Ellie went back to Boston to go to the her parents' house, mm-hmm. and that's when he the dad was there and decided to you know dig up Gage and bring him back. Mm-hmm. But when that was happening, Pascal was while they were driving to her parents' house or whatever. I think she he was telling. He was contacting Ellie and being like, "You get, you know, turn. You have to turn back and stop him from doing this." Mm. She didn't know exactly, but she knew something bad was happening with mm-hmm. Daddy, and she's like, "We got to go back." So the mom was like, oh, she, "Like he did something that for the, to, so the mom knew it was real." I can't remember exactly how he he said something to her or did something, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh shit, I got to get back there." Mm-hmm. So she was trying to get back there before he even did it. Right, but in the new movie, it was kind of like the Pascal guy. He wasn't really used, I guess, which would be more faithful to the book. But they kind of yeah. tapped on that, like I'm trying to help you. But he wasn't really. <laughs> he didn't do much. And then he was contacting Gage, which I'm like, Gage is like fucking two. You're just scaring the shit out of a kid for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like he has to get talk to anybody. And well, he, here's it didn't make sense. That is one thing that I I had a bit of an issue with it being that I didn't understand that whole Pascal thing because I didn't know. So I thought it was just the father hallucinating or something. Yeah. And then, so I thought it was just, you know, he was hallucinating because he felt bad because the kid died on his watch and whatever. I didn't realize it was actually his spirit, you know? So when, when, Pascal appeared at in in uh to to gauge there. I was confused because I didn't. Yeah, because you thought it was like his own like just fucking psychosis. Thing. Right. He was yeah. Losing his shit. It wasn't clear to me that it was he was that was a and it still it, doesn't really doesn't really make sense. No. Like why would he come to the yes the yeah kid. Mm-hmm. Because well, when the kid drew, you know, like Gage drew him, and he was like, "Oh, well, who's this?" But it's like it didn't make any sense. It was like, yeah, he can't well, relay any messages. <laughs> He's fucking two. The whole whatever. thing kind of didn't make sense to me because it was like, why? Why? I don't know. Yeah, like it would probably have been better just to leave that out. I think. Yeah, I think so. Especially because they were kind of like not really using it in the new movie. Yeah. So it just didn't make any. It was like a watered down version. So and that's wh- why I I don't and I didn't understand the whole point of it. Like, yeah. It why? Did, why is Pascal, why is this kid help? I mean, I get the doctor tried to save him, but why would that? Yeah, like in the original, I mean, that's pretty much the same reasoning. Mm. Like, you tried to help me. in it, But it, it, it sold it way better, and it made it sound like, you know, he could see what was coming. Mm. So he's like, you helped me, and I'm going to help you now. Mm. Because he could tell, because I, I don't know, because he moved, where he moved to, it was already in motion what was going to happen, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And he could see it coming. It, it, I feel like, I don't know if some people think it's maybe hokey or anything, but he was a good character in, in the original one, even if he wasn't really a focus in the book. But Oh, really? It made sense. Hmm. And he kept chiming in. He wasn't in the movie like a wicked lot, but he kept trying to edge him hmm. on the right path. And it just made it more sense for his character to be, even be mentioned at all. Hmm. And in this one, I was just like, I don't know, just random shots of him. <laughs> it didn't really make any sense. Yeah. It's like they were just trying to check that box of, we have Pascal. <laughs> like, wow, I don't get it. What? Uh, maybe, maybe. 
Yeah, and it didn't. That that was kind of one thing I wasn't crazy about because it didn't make sense to me the way they did it. So you might have a point there. <laughs> I will win you to my side. Cool. <laughs> what else did I? Well, that's why like it would bring up things that would make me think of the other movie, and when I compared them, I feel like the original did it way better. Like this one felt rushed. Like it was only like an hour and a half. I don't know how long. It wasn't very long. It was an hour and forty-one minutes. Yeah, but I think that's counting credits. Yeah. And it it just moved like there wasn't any time I don't feel to get emotionally investment in any of the characters really. I mean you maybe you didn't feel that, but like Judd, he was like Ellie, he's like with the whole thing with church, the way that happens in this movie, it's like he felt like he knew it was a bad idea. But yeah. he's like, I care about your daughter so much, I don't want her to be sad. Yeah. But I don't feel like it told us that, but I don't feel like I felt that. Yeah, I agree with you on that, yeah. And I feel like he was just like, I know this was a bad idea, but, eh, fuck it. Yeah, that kind of bothered me a little. And then later on, they have a talk, he's like, oh, I should have never introduced you to that place. Yeah. And he almost had an emotional moment, but in the, I mean, Fred Gwynn is better than everything in the new movie. <laughs> like, Fred Gwynn totally sold that character, and it, when he, like, he... When he did that with Ellie for the cat thing, I believed it. Like, he knows that's a bad idea. Mm. But he thinks, you know. Right. For the cat, it's fine. And when he had a, and later on, he did it when uh, Gage died. He did have a talk with him and with uh, Lewis. Mm. And he, you know, he broke down. He was like, it was a believable scene where I, he had an emotion. And I was like, mm. I could see his remorse for introducing him to that place. And he right. felt bad that even in introducing it into his life. And I did not feel that at all with John Lithgow. Like, yeah, I felt a little unsure about his motivation there. Yeah, because I heard something about, oh, the spirits of the thing are kind of manipulating him and making uh, him yeah. kind of... I can see where they were trying to go there, but... But I don't feel like they, they really yeah, flushed that out either, if that was what they were doing. Yeah. I still want to see the original at some point. That, yeah. That might, I don't know, we'll see. That might change the way I feel about this one. We'll see. Like, yeah. And the Zelda thing, like the Zelda in the original movie is fucking creepy as fuck. And this one, she was, I mean, I liked the, the couple things I did like that they did. I don't mean to be taking over this. No, it's fine. Here, no, go ahead. But I had a lot to say. Yeah. Like, I like that she found a picture of Zelda and she was when she was normal. Right. Like, before she got sick, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I, they never did that before. Mm. It's just a little touch, a little, but I liked that because I was like, at first I started looking at the picture. I'm like, who the hell is that? Because she mm. looked freaked out by it. Right, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be Zelda because I've never seen her not fucked up. Mm. So, and I did like. That you know when she did the dumb waiter thing and you could yeah. hear her get out of the bed and like drag right, herself yeah. like yeah like, that was creepy that was yeah that was really creepy and I thought that was good I will give him credit for that when she kept hearing it on the roof and shit yeah yeah but that also didn't make sense completely in the movie because it was like it looked like they were kind of like the the house was right bringing yeah. that out and making right. her think about it but I don't feel like it sold that really yeah and like. Right after the cat died or something, they were like, the mom and the daughter were both like, we should go back to our old house. But they, like, oh, it yeah. just felt like, but why though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, nothing happened yet to make them feel like, this place is bad. Right. They were just like, 
we should we should go yeah i'm like what like they did that in the other movie too but i don't know it just sold it It just set it up everything much more just made more sense and it was nice and it looked it felt like it took its time like i believe like the guy jason clark there i think he's a good actor yeah but he was pretty much emotionless through the whole fucking movie there's the dad you know Mm -hmm. he was just like like the guy in the in the original one i can't remember his damn name but he like he sold it when he was losing his shit Mm. like i believed it and i that's what it it affected me so much because i i understood where he was coming from Mm. and he knew his reasoning of why he's gonna do this like it was it was it made more sense to me the pain and the the agony of the choice but he had no choice because he had he loved the son and he's gonna bring him back right and this one he was just kind of like yeah i'm gonna do it i guess <laughs> i don't know it just it didn't feel like <laughs> everybody was very monotone on the uh it wasn't emotion wise mm. i didn't feel any mm. deep grief there i mean it, you know because it was just moving it's i such understand a that quick yeah. clip there right <laughs> yeah yeah, I understand that. But she died, and then... Um, yeah, so now I'm really interested to see the original, to see to compare them. That'll be an interesting experience for me, I think. Yeah, recently, I mean, I've been hearing people saying it's hokey and dated, and I'm like, I don't know, man. There's very few movies that get under my skin. Mm. That is definitely one of them. Mm. And I feel like, I mean, there's certain scenes that just stick with me. Like, there's one scene when Gage <laughs> dies. Like, that whole thing was just way more heart-wrenching mm. than how ellie died yeah that was a little weird the way it happened yeah they were setting up like oh gage is gonna get hit and then the switcheroo but i'm like you gave it away in the trailer so that ruined it anyway yeah and then this the tanker of the truck goes screeching down the road yeah and then when he gets there she's just kind of off in the grass <laughs> yeah it was weird and like perfectly okay really yeah. there's no blood or anything yeah like what She's gonna get mauled by a fucking truck. That would not be a pretty thing. Like when they did it with Gage, you didn't. All you saw was like a bloody shoe was rolling down the road mm. in like a slow motion, and the guy and he was screaming. And he was doing like all these flashbacks of um pictures of him when he was a kid, mm. and he was just like it was like a really <laughs> fucked up moment. And it just really hit you like oh shit because it left it to your imagination. You're like mm. they didn't show anything, and I'm like oh fuck. You had to pay a fucking truck that was doing like 60 or something. Right. It ain't going to be good. Mm. And then when he did it at his funeral, like he never got along with his uh, wife's parents, really. Yeah, the Nancy, dad. Was, Nancy was telling about that. Yeah. And they got into an argument at the funeral. The dad's like, you should have been watching them. And, he, you know, and he's right. like, basically just saying, don't fuck with me now, you know. Mm. And then they get into a, like an altercation. Mm hmm. And they accidentally hit the table where Gage is on, and it like falls off the table. The casket falls off, and it. And he looks over, and he swings open, and you just see his little arm there, and like it. Just the way that shot, it's <laughs> like I feel like I was in that room, and it's so awful and heart wrenching. <laughs> the whole <laughs> scenario, and everybody's freaking out, and I'm like, oh my god, it's just terrible. Like mm. there was none of that. There was no. Right, yeah. There's nothing that's stuck with me in this new one. It felt soulless. And toothless and pointless, which I wrote to you. Yes, you did. And it wasn't the changes. I'm okay with that. Because mm. even like when they changed it from Gage, like I'm like, I feel like it's way more of a gut punch with a little baby. Right. Like that's way more like, oh my God. But 
as I'm acting in a movie, it makes more worse sense to use the the older child because you can do way more with them, right? Acting wise. And like I said, I did like I liked the little girl. I thought she she was creepy and, and yeah, dropping things. Dropping I know. I feel bad. I'm taking. I'm talking about this whole thing. Here. No, it's cool. I'm not letting you say anything. I don't have. I said my piece in uh, the other podcast I did with my wife. Yeah, go listen to that, folks. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but it's weird because well, that's the point with your wife is that she seen the movie and read the book, the old movie, and she likes this one better. You said right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Mm. I think she might be one of the ones that I, that feels the other one was kind of hokey and dated. So, oh man, like Zelda was fucking, and, and in that movie, like this movie didn't make any sense when she started talking about it. She's just like, mm. "Well, you feel bad, you know." Well, when Church died, and she's like sad, and he was like, "Oh, it's really about your sister and mm. your feelings about that." And like, I think it's similar to the first movie that was how it got into it, but it didn't feel like it. it just, it wasn't a smooth transition, I feel like, in the new movie. Like, mm. she just started talking about her sister, and you're like, Right. That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> and in the first one, she was freaked out by her sister, and she also hated her and wished she would die. And she was talking about that's the guilt she felt, too, mm. because she was like, I want her to fucking die. Mm. And when you <laughs> they would show her, you were like, you felt bad for her, but the way she was, you wanted her to fucking die. <laughs> like, you got it. You were like... <laughs> You were, and that's why she was like felt really guilty about it. Like she didn't fall down the dumb waiter thing. I don't know if that was in the book. I don't remember that. No, it wasn't. My wife said she choked. Yeah, that's what happened in the first. Mm. But she remembers feeling she felt guilt because she was so happy that she was fucking dying, mm. and she didn't do anything to help her. You know, like I felt that was mm. way more fucked up. <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. Have you ever seen pictures of the original Zelda? Uh-uh. Oh man, it's just. The whole thing is really creepy as fuck. <laughs> like in this one, they didn't show her too much. Like you yeah. didn't really get a really good shot of her. Mm. And I, you know, you kind of felt bad for her. Like, oh man. That's... But this one was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you would, you would burn it if you, <laughs> you walked in the room without that. Like Jesus, <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Zelda. Well, see, I understand the things you're saying. I get all of it. Again, but I so I didn't have all of that to compare it to. So, yeah. but it does make sense what you're saying. So now I want to see the original just to see what you know. Well, like I don't think I would ever watch this one again. Mm. If I had to choose between the old one and the new one, I would never choose the new one mm. over the old one. Mm. Okay, that's just how I feel. Interesting. All right, I think that says all we need to say about that <laughs> one, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so let us move on to our final film. So, <clears throat> our final movie, on a lighter note-ish, <laughs> was a movie we just saw today, a couple hours ago, and that was the latest DC film, Shazam! 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 Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> so what did we think about Shazam? I really like Shazam. My thoughts were, um, cool. That's about, no. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, let me organize my thoughts here in my head. I had a couple of nitpicks. All right. Yeah. Let's, all right. Let's talk about some of the nitpicks. You want to go first there or? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, the first one, which is not, it doesn't ruin the movie at all, but the, uh, oh, wait. Remember, kids, spoiler warning. 
we're going to be spoiling this movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we get too deep in there, but... No, but we might spoil some stuff, so you have been warned. Okay, continue. <laughs> what, what's his name? Dig- Digimon fucking... Uh, huh? Dig- Digimon Demon Houston. What the fuck's his name? Who the, the guy fuck? that played the wizard. Oh, jeez. Digimon... <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember. I can never pronounce I his name. I, I hear it and I go, oh, okay, yeah, like, I know that dude. What? But I can't remember how to... It's Silent J, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. It's like Damon Houston or something like that. Yeah. J- Damon Han- Han- Hansu? Hansu? Hansu. Yeah, I can't ever remember how to say it. I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, and then I forget. Yeah. Like, as for him as a wizard... I didn't see that. Just because I'm like, yeah. Why didn't you just get an old dude? Why <laughs> yeah. do you have to get? Yeah. You know, he's a middle aged guy, but I mean, and make him look old. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was showing like, like Alan Moore, like the somebody that looks like Alan Moore would have been fucking perfect <laughs> to have that role. I mean, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> like an old wizardy fucking looking dude, like a Gandalf looking motherfucker. Why did you get that? Why it just felt weird. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, that's that dude, and he's got an old, long beard, and it just was weird. Not a big deal. Sure, sure, sure. And my other nitpick is that I don't, I mean, it's the whole movie rides on this, so I'm okay with it, but, like, when Shazam, when Billy says Shazam, he's not a fucking kid anymore. (laughs) You know, like, he doesn't act like a teenager. Shazam doesn't act like a teenager. Did they do that in the new 52 thing or something? Yeah, it depends on what version you go with. Yeah. They do do that in the comics, yeah. So I haven't really they, been reading the... They have done that in the comics, yes. Yeah, but overall, he was supposed to like have some kind of knowledge of what the fuck he is. It depends on what version you go with, yeah. But same with like Thor and um, uh, Donald Blake there. Yeah. Like, he, they are aware of each other, but it's not like... Right, right, yeah. You know... Yeah, the entity right. of Thor takes over. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the, the Hulk or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, so I felt that's a little weird, but I did like it as a nitpick. I'm just saying that angle is again. But the I've, whole movie is that angle. Uh, yeah, again, I've they've done it in the comics occasionally too, so it wasn't that that didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I mean it doesn't. I mean it doesn't overall bother me because I because that is the movie. Right. So if you don't like that. Then you're not gonna like the movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Really. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes, I can think of. Yeah, I know I have nitpicks. I just can't think of them right now. Of course, you know I didn't bother taking notes because not. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there in a theater taking notes. But anyway, um, I know I had a couple, but I can't think of any. I don't know. Well, eh. I'll try to. Keep going here. I will oh. say I agree with you on the wizard thing. They should have gotten just an old guy, <laughs> an old actor to play him. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. It was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing with, and it's it's not the movie. It's more Shazam himself or Captain. Mar- of course, there's a slight nitpick that, but it's not through any of their fault really. They can't really use the name Captain Marvel anymore. Yeah. Which is originally he was Captain Marvel, but obviously, you know, there's there was a whole thing and now Especially Marvel. with the uh, Captain Marvel movie being out right now. <laughs> right, yeah. But right but DC can no longer call him Captain Marvel. 
it was a whole lawsuit and everything. Where was I going with that? You were, that was a nitpick of yours? No. Well, yeah, that was a, that was a nitpick, but it's not any, you know, it's Yeah, it's not a huge deal. Right. But but it does affect some things like again, spoiler, you know, they had the rest they they did at the towards the end of the movie have the rest of the Captain Marvel family. Yeah, they yeah. Which, you know, like Mary is Mary Marvel, but now she's Mary Shazam. Which is that's how she's listed in the Oh, that's how they did it? Yeah. I was wondering that. Like, yeah. It's uh now they're all just Shazam. Oh I'm sorry, now she's listed as superhero Mary, but yeah, it was all Mary Shazam. Shazam. So Yeah, like the family I I'm not wicked familiar with. I know Mary and I And Freddie and yeah. Um but anyway, that's that's just again, it's a nitpick. It's just like I wish at some point, you know, I could, but they can't. So there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Or if so they could, they probably wouldn't, because you're like, we're not going to keep saying Marvel in our DC DC movie, movie right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like that that they brought the family in there. Yes, I didn't think they were going to go there. I I was again. Right I tried, now, anyway, I tried not to read up too much about the movie i didn't want to you know try to avoid spoilers even though hey we're spoiling it now but hey you know but yes i was i was throughout the whole movie i was like oh are they gonna do and are they gonna but then when they had um dr savannah and he brought out the seven deadly sins um oh i know uh i'll get to my nitpicking i know when to pick um then I was like, "Oh, are they gonna do the Marvel family? Are they gonna?" And then they did it. I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Um, my my other nit, one of my nitpicks was, and again, it's not really about the movie, but the whole because Shazam is rooted in magic. Sometimes I feel like the rules can. Sometimes they might bend some of the rules a little. And just say, well, it's magic, so. It's magic. It's magic. Yeah, they kind of just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Which I didn't really feel that happened a lot, but there was a couple of times where they would, you know, they. Yeah, I there was a couple of moments I remember, too, that was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll roll with it. But yeah, it kind of falls under that banner of magic. It's magic. Anything can happen. You don't know what's ha- You don't know what it is, so. We didn't tell you this couldn't happen. And I just don't want them to fall on that too much. Yeah. In I assume there will be future movies, but yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, See, I, well, I thought the family thing, but I totally didn't think they would do it in the first movie for some reason. Yeah, I didn't either. Because I'm like, oh, okay, you introduced you know all the kids. Right. I like the whole cast. I liked all the kids. Uh, yes, very much. Yes. And I like the parents. Yes, there, the that parents were, are good. The guy from Walking Dead. There, yeah, Jerry. Good. Jerry. And um. And uh, I love Zachary Levi. Uh, I've been a fan of his since Chuck, so I was happy with him in the movie. Um, and I think he balanced that good, like because you know he's a different person, so acting like the fourteen-year-old version of that kid. Yes, right. Like I was worried, like it would not transition well. You're like, right, yeah. He's trying to act like a kid, mm-hmm. but he might overdo it. Yeah. That kid, I'm like, he wasn't. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if it was out of whack there. It would totally have not sold the movie. Right, yep. But I think I did. he did a good job. He though. did a really good job, yeah. And and another what I another thing I really liked about the movie that was interesting that you you had also pointed out is so there was a lot of good humorous moments in the movie. 
especially with Zachary Levi, like the whole the whole scene where they go to get beer. That was good. That was really funny. But then there was also some really dark stuff in the movie too, with with Doctor Savannah and the whole the seven deadly sins and and all that. Yeah, it was not like not like you know. It'd be a little intense though for like like young kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the movie is rated PG thirteen, so. And I think that's a good age. I think so. Yeah. Like maybe a little younger than that. Mm. Like maybe maybe tennis. Maybe but I wouldn't go any younger than that. Really? No. Cause... Yeah. But I felt like there was a good balance. Yeah, I was surprisingly because I heard it was really funny, but mm. I was like, I didn't really hear much about. Like the whole beginning is kind of fucked up. Yeah, it really is. I'm like damn. Yeah. Like the car accidents and all that shit and. Yeah. And I was like Jesus, and yeah. it kind of left it like he was like his, you know the guy at the beginning his dad died and you're like i thought so yeah but like that's fucking terrible yeah i know right (laughs) so but that was interesting too the way they did that so the beginning actually starts with dr savannah as a as a kid uh thaddeus or thad or whatever and um there he's in a car with his father and his older brother they're it's christmas they're driving to their parents house and and you can see they kind of both treat him like you know crap yeah um, and then all of a sudden some weird shit starts happening and he winds up in Shazam's, uh, underground lair. Yeah. Basically <laughs> where the rock of eternity is. And, oh, that's one thing they didn't, they kind of explain the rock of eternity, but they kind of didn't really focus on it, which uh, I guess wasn't that bad. But anyway, so Savannah's there and, and Shazam says, gives him the whole spiel. And you know says, you know I'm looking for somebody pure of heart and blah blah blah. And then the he, there are statues of the seven deadly sins in the lair, and um, which are more than just statues. And they, you know, they they corrupt Savannah and and get them, convince him, tempt him to go grab whatever. Grab our glowing ball. <laughs> Do it. Cool. You won't touch it. A glowing ball, which I'm still not 100% sure what. Yeah, I don't remember what they. That was supposed to be. Called it or whatever. Yeah. But it had something to do with them and their power and everything. But anyway, so, you know, he, he goes for the ball, the, the demon ball. <laughs> and, um, and Shazam, you know, says, no, you can't do it. And oh, you're not worthy. And he sends him back. Well, that was kind of fucked up, though, because I'm like, he takes his kid. You know, offers him to become his champion. Right. Then there's a ball, a demon ball that's (laughs) tempting you to, and it's like goes in your brain and like, and you know, and he went to kind of was taking him over and doing it. So then he goes, "No, you're not supposed to do that, and you're not. That proves you're not worthy. Right. And you never will be. Right. And I'm like, well, you just. But he also said that nobody, there's nobody's been able to resist the call. Right. So I'm like, he's like a nine-year-old kid right i'm like okay if nobody can do it right and he also can't do it i feel like he's a little harsh right say okay it didn't work out thanks for coming back into the car that you go there and that's what he does he sends him back to his car in which he flips out and says no i was there and i am worthy and then it ends up he ends up causing a car accident kind of kind of and you know which cripples his father and everything but i found that that was in an interesting and well handled way to create the villain. 
Yeah, it's a good setup for for an origin for a villain there. Because he spent the rest of his life trying to get back to the Rock of Eternity and prove that he was worthy, which he finally does, but then he realizes, you know what? I'm not worthy. So he takes the demon ball and he absorbs all the seven deadly sins and he gets his power from there. Well, I was for the impression that was his plan all along. Yes. To I get believe, the demon ball. I believe you're right. Yes. I mean, I'm not sure, but that's what I No, I believe you're right. Remember. Yeah. yeah. I think he says it's like, oh, I realize. I'm not worthy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm just here for the demon ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I thought that was a good setup for an origin because you get it why he's the way he is. Right. And it, and it was sense. kind of fucked up. I was like, damn, Shazam is like, you're not worthy and it never will be. Get the fuck out of here, basically. I was like, and, and, it, and so in essence, he really created the villain. Yeah. Because he was just a kid who was picked on. You know, and, and he was just living his life. Yeah. Even if he was, you know, not happy about it. Yeah. He was just chilling in his car playing with his magic eight ball. He got sucked to this thing with a wizard. You he was like, hey, yeah, try you, this shit. You're not worthy. You never will be. Get the fuck out of here. He you, jumps back into his car. Yeah. You pull him into this. You show him all this cool shit. And then you're like, ah, you ain't worthy. Get the fuck out. And then he's like, what the hell happened? And then, his, you know, he causes a ruckus in the car. And that makes them get into an accident. And then, like, that's a pretty sucky situation. No shit, right? <laughs> like, damn. That's pretty shitty, really. So, even though, and because of it, maybe because of it and the way he's been treated and stuff, he grew up to be kind of a dick, but... Kind of looks, looks like my uh, sister's boyfriend. <laughs> which is very yeah, weird to yeah. me. Um, but, as with all... <clears throat> excuse me. As with all good villains... You can kind of see his side of it. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, you know, he's a dick and all, but look what the fuck happened to him. I mean, you know, what the fuck? What would what would you be like if you went through that? Yeah, yeah, like you understand it, and you're like, I get it. But I feel like I don't know if he was not used to his fullest potential, though. Mm, his setup yeah, was good, perhaps. Yeah, and I don't know. Like he didn't really. I mean, he get you get to see him somewhat uses his powers and stuff but yeah i don't know if they i don't know i felt like it was a little undercooked there yeah but not to a detriment of the movie though. no no and and another thing that that'll be that's a more of a nitpicky i also feel like there were two points where one of them was the wizard and one of them was shazam the captain marvel the Zachary Levi, whatever, where they said to Savannah, the the sins are just using you. They don't care about you. They're just using. And I never really, I never really got that. Yeah, I mean, you feeling. could assume that because they're evil and whatever. But. Right, but I didn't really feel like they were using him. Yeah, the way they were making it sound. Yeah, like they didn't really do anything to. Uh, right to give you that feeling. Yeah. I, that's the like problem with a lot of movies. Like the same with Pet Sematary too. There's a lot of telling and not showing. Right, right. Like you're telling me what's the motivation or what people are feeling, but I'm not feeling that. I'm not seeing it. Right. And just because they're demons and whatever, you're we like, all okay, assume sure, that's yeah. probably what's, right, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes sense, but yeah. But they were just saying but I wasn't like, seeing it. Yeah. yeah, like I was like, no, I'm, not, I'm not jumping to that conclusion. I mean. Right. Yeah, and it was weird, like, at the, near the end where Billy was, like, trying to talk him out of what he's doing. He's like, right. 
they're just using you and i'm like it just felt weird because i'm like this is a 14 year old boy <laughs> trying to right yeah with a, that part was a grown-ass cool. man yeah really and right and, and what, i and i was also like well how do you know that yeah like what the hell do you know i mean the wizard could and the wizard could be like i know them they're just using you but how is how's billy gonna be like oh they're just using you how do you you don't know that yeah shut up kid like you playing you're playing checkers, motherfucker. I'm playing chess. I'm gonna match coming at me with that shit. But again, these were just nitpicky things. They didn't they didn't affect our overall enjoyment of the movie, which we did thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, but that's what's weird is that because he's it's like big with superhero powers. Basically, yeah. They even did a little piano yeah. <laughs> in the toy store. But I like yeah, but I like that they did it. They <clears throat> they hinted at it, but they didn't really yeah. You're like, oh, what's going to happen now? And then he jumps on the piano and you're like, oh. But then he just gets punched out by Savannah and punched through a window. So you're like, oh, okay. So but it was it was a little that, homage, but. That's one thing I don't like about him being a kid because I'm like, when he's got to deal with some real shit, like he has a, a kid's mentality. Right. And, well, I mean, you know, well, I mean, there was Spider-Man and whoever, but I mean. Yeah, right, yeah. So it's not really that big of a deal, but mm. it feels weird that it's like Superman, but he's, you know, is the, the mental capacity of a 14 year old is <laughs> weird. Speaking of Superman, um, one thing I'll say is I liked, I really liked the interaction between Billy, both Billy as himself and Billy as Shazam and Freddie there. Yeah. Um, they were really cool together and I liked the whole. I still, I liked it in the trailer and I liked it in a movie, the whole trying to figure out what powers he has and stuff. That was fun. And it was a scene at the end of the movie where Billy, Billy, uh, Freddie had said, oh, I'm friends with. What do they call him at that point? Red Dynamo or something? Red, Red Cyclone, I think, or something like that. He went through a whole bunch of different names and they never really settled on one. But anyway, and you know, so, so nobody believed him and all, you know, all this shit happened. But at the end of the movie. Shazam shows up and says, "Oh, I'm this is my friend." And then he says, "Oh, and I brought another friend too." And you see, <laughs> I like the way they did this. You see, from like the chest down, you see Superman, and he's wearing the suit from like the Man of Steel suit, like maybe? the Man of Steel like, suit. Yeah, but they never showed his face, so you don't, you know, like whoa. You're like oh, and then they cut, and that was the end of the movie. And I'm like ah, I see what you did there. That was clever. So it like does it like it is it's kind of a part of the same universe, but it could also not be a part of the same universe if they needed it to be. Yeah. Well they did mention Aquaman and stuff. They did, yeah. Well, and Batman and Yeah. But still But not a specific but Aquaman what I'm saying, or Batman. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is if they reboot like they were talking about rebooting the whole universe. Yeah. They then this could still fit into the new version or stick with the old version. Yeah. So I, I like, like I say, I think they might be pulling their shit together. I think so. Cause I recently saw Aquaman, which I was telling you Yeah. that, I mean, the first 30, 40 minutes or so, I was like, Oh man, I'm in, some, <laughs> I'm in for some shit. <laughs> like the, the script is fucking terrible. It is. It's bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. And there's some parts that felt like a Hallmark movie with the music. <laughs> and when they were like to well, fucking Sicily or whatever, I was like, Oh yeah. Is this, what? Am I watching fucking Mama Mia or something? Like what the <laughs> fuck's going on? It felt so the music was really bad too. Like for mm-hmm. at least the first half, I remember all the song choices were like 
just totally took me out of the movie. There were some interesting song choices in Shazam, I will say. I don't remember any, really. There was Queen. Oh, yeah, Queen. That's right. And there was another one that I don't remember who it was. But anyway. But anyway, with Aquaman, by the end of it, it won me over. And I don't know why or how. I don't know why. But I actually kind of want to watch it again. So there's something, I don't know. The I... first part of it I don't enjoy, but... <laughs> I liked it, but I didn't, I didn't love it. It felt, it felt the story was bad. The script was bad. And it felt, it felt like I kind of feel the same way I do about Avatar. It was a pretty movie, but it didn't have a lot of substance there. But it was also sometimes a little too pretty. We would just, sometimes I was just like, whoa, tone it down a little. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, like. Yeah, there's just so much happening. Yeah. But I don't know. I was I was so surprised. I'm like by the end of it, I'm like, I think I liked it. Did you did you catch the octopus drummer? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how, but somehow it worked. And I think it's just yeah, like story wise, I mean, there was no surprises in that story. Mm, Yeah. And script wise, it was fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, it worked and I don't know how. But that's okay. So that's one right there. This one is a definite uh, pass for me. I, I, I mean, not pass to watch, not watch it. But I enjoyed this one. Right. So we got Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. Which are the weirdest three that you think out of the ones I that know, are out right? there? Yeah. yeah. But it's just kind of cool that there actually is a Shazam movie. Like I've, I've always kind of been a fan of Shazam. Not like you know, wicked huge, but I always like Shazam. Right. Yeah. And the fact that there is a Shazam movie blows my fucking mind i know like i'm watching shazam movie i know how crazy is that <laughs> like when i was watching it i'm just like wow that's you've come a long way yeah who would have thought there would be we'd get to a shazam movie and it would actually be one of the better of the dc movies so anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap it up um no <laughs> i think i was trying to think Pretty much covered most of the main things, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it was cool they had the family, though. That was cool. I thought uh, that yes. would definitely be a sequel thing, but... Yeah. Yeah. I was, that I was, was interesting. I was very pleasantly surprised by that. I'm glad they did that. And usually having a lot of kids in a movie is really like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But, but I really liked all the kids. I yeah. Think they yeah, they were good. all really good. They and that little, his little sister, that was her, I don't remember, <laughs> Darlene or something? Yeah. She was cute. Yeah, she was cute. Um, And actually, the when she... When they, the adult superhero version, the actress who was playing her did was kind of fun too. She kind of had the same. She's fine as hell too, which made it weird because you're like, she's, little, playing, yeah, she's playing a little kid. Yeah, like, I can see that. Yeah. Megan Good, I think is her name. Yes, I believe so. Um, So I have two, two, not one, two, two ways. Of uh, giving this movie a final score for us. First of all, let's do the old standard. One through ten, what would you give it? Uh, I'd say a, a solid eight. Or like a really strong eight. I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a little bit more and go 8.5, I think. I really enjoyed it. Now, the other thing is, given what we just talked about with the good DC movies, where would you put it? Hmm. We'll say we'll say among the good ones: Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. It, oh, 
Well, I did like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but the third act kind of blows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as far as maybe just pure entertainment, I might put it above Wonder Woman, or at least equal to, because at least I don't really feel like it, it loses its momentum, really. It's pretty solid. If you're on board, you probably will be the whole way through. Wonder Woman, I was on board, but the ending kind of blows. Yes, right. And it doesn't hold up with further watches. Right. I don't know. That's tough. Aquaman is definitely the end of the list. Right. <laughs> wherever that goes. Yes, but. right. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of... Mm. Oh, no. That's tough. That is tough, isn't it? I agree with you, though. I kind of... I, I think I might put it slightly above Wonder Woman. Just slightly. Yeah, like, maybe, I don't know if it's a better movie or not, but I mean, as far as enjoyment factor of rewatching it, right? I feel like I would rewatch this more. I agree, yeah. Yeah, and I loved Wonder Woman, but it did kind of lose a bit in the third act. Yeah. But I'm still look very much looking forward to the next Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I would definitely be looking forward to another Shazam movie. Me too. Just crazy. <laughs> Oh, and I love that they had Mr. Mind in Shazam in the movie. Oh yeah, the little, <laughs> the little caterpillar. Yeah, they showed him. He was he was in. Um, oh yeah, so one of the uh, the stingers or what are they called? You know, the extra that after the credits. Right? After that credits, yeah. yeah. But they showed him originally in 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 the temple. Oh yeah, they had him in a glass. They had him in a little glass case, and then at one point they showed the glass case was broken, but they didn't like focus on it. Yeah, you just saw it in the like foreground. So like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Mister Mine, nice." And then at the end, he went and appeared to Doctor Savannah in prison, and I was like, "Oh, interesting, Mister Mind." If you don't know who Mister Mind is, look it up, because <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm a little familiar. I'm like I'm aware of that character. I couldn't remember what his name was though. But he, he is also he is he's a <laughs> yeah. Look him up, kids. But I will say he is he he is also has the distinction of being the villain in the longest ever storyline, single storyline in comics. Oh, really? Or at least he used to. I don't know if that's changed, but yeah. So there you go. I wonder how the people have no idea how that went off. I know, right? Like, like, what the whoa, fuck is that? The fucking talking caterpillar <laughs> that has like that voice box thing from like up. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. It was interesting the way they did it, but I like. I like that was a good little touch. Yeah, that took some balls. Yeah, it like, really wow, did. Yeah, going on the deep end there. I like that. That was good. That was good. I give him some credit for that. Yeah, I do too. Cool. All right, so there you have it, kids. I think we've said all that needs to be said. Still uh, sorry about the earlier Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should cut. <laughs> It was not good. I don't listen. Well, we already mentioned it a couple of times, so if I cut it out now, people will be like, what the fuck? Yeah, then it would just make intrigue. They'll be like, oh, what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, so there you have it, kids. There's, uh, this brings us to an end of our very special episode of The Keepers of the Fringe. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed our re- triple review, or two and a half review, I guess. I feel bad. I did most of the talking, though, at least. Well, one of the first two. Because, I don't feel that way. Oh. Pet Cemetery did. Oh, maybe. And but, Bumblebee, because oh, you didn't Bumblebee, see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but, but I think I think it was good. So, 
You uh, you made me, you gave me some stuff to think about for Pet Cemetery there. I might end up changing my score. But anyway, that's all for for us for this episode. Again, thanks for listening, kids. Hope you enjoyed our reviews. And uh, until next time, he's Chris. I'm Derek. We are the keepers of the fringe. And any more words of Eric Cartman. Great, you guys. I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Good night. Shazam! We like movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start.